Welcome to DCOM Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this week we watched Northern Lights, which is was technically considered the very first Disney Channel original movie until recently whenever Disney was like, nah, we don't want this in our repertoire. Yeah, and whenever they did the 100 DCOM extravaganza thing they did, they started with Under Wraps, which was the next one. Um, I saw that on Wikipedia. I can't say for sure, but that's my source. Okay, so Northern Lights was made in 1997. And stars Diane Keaton. Oh my god. <laughs> it's a pretty big deal. We love Diane Keaton. So if you don't know who Diane Keaton is, get out of here. But <laughs> I'm going to give you some information about Diane Keaton. She's nominated for four Oscars, which she won one. She has been acting was since... Was it for Northern Lights? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. <laughs> it was for Annie Hall, which was a Woody Allen movie, which... It gave Diane Keaton her Oscar, but also we don't like Woody Allen. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, she's been acting since 1970, and she invented wearing suits. An icon. <laughs> she's had the same haircut for forever, I think, but it suits her, so I like it's it. It's great. Yeah. Uh, the gray bob with bangs and thick black glasses. It's nice. Um, and that's the only person I found any sort of substan- substantial information on. Yeah, I forgot to do my research, but from a quick search... It does not appear that anyone in this movie was in 7th Heaven, unfortunately, but we'll see. We'll see as we go along. Okay, so I've never seen this movie before. This is my first time watching it. Yeah, well, this movie was really interesting because I think a lot of people, like, don't even know that it exists because all of the searching I could do to try and find it anywhere, like, when you search DCOMs, a lot of them are available to rent on Amazon or they're, like, illegally uploaded to YouTube. (laughs) This was not one of them. I had to um, search it, and there was this website that I may or may not have sketchily bought it from. Sketchily? (laughs) I sketchily bought it from a website, and it worked, so um, this was just like... We got it. We watched the movie. Yeah, it's really hard to find, though. Um, Also, don't, like, sue us or arrest us or anything, please. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Okay, so this movie opens with with the opening credits and some black and white footage of people in costumes talking to the camera. Yeah, they're doing some, like, interview, confessional-style videos. Yeah, they're talking directly to the camera, directly to someone who's either, like, watching it or filming it. Um, and go, whenever they were showing the credits, I saw that not only was Diane Keaton a producer, but Meg Ryan was also a producer. Oh, was she? <laughs> yeah. I saw another one. Well, yeah, because it said, I wrote down, she was an executive producer. And I had to look up, and I was like, is this, like, Meg Ryan, Meg Ryan? It was Meg Ryan, Meg Ryan, <laughs> it was a different Meg Ryan. <laughs> okay. Good for her. Um, so, yeah, so they're all, like, in these, like, weird, just, like, random costumes, like, of, uh, like, Cucaracha Lady and uh, Scarecrow and all this, and they're all talking to, talking to someone about how, how they love this person's dad. Well, they're talking about this man named Frank, and they also mention the name Jack. And when you don't know who these people are yet, you're just like, okay, <laughs> trying to take note of this. Um, so then we cut to um, a boy who's spinning a globe, and then off screen, an adult says, you won't be able to see the northern lights on there, because they are a phenomenon. Phenomenon? <laughs> I, th- I, I think that he was saying phenomena, like no phenomena. end okay. on the end. I thought it was just phenom. I thought that was just like... <laughs> I think phenomena is a thing, but I don't know. We couldn't have subtitles because, again, this was not <laughs> a place where subtitles were allowed. <laughs> uh, and, like, you never see this at all. You only see his hand. You're just like, girl, show the northern lights off. This boy thought he could see the northern lights on a globe. What an idiot. Yeah, I don't know. And then the kid, like, looks up at this man, and he gives, like, an okay bitch look. He's just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Um, so then we cut to an office building, and it's going through this office building full of, like, you know, 90s computers. Everyone's in kind of this, like, boring drab, like, gray suits or whatever. And everyone's, like, talking on the phone, and so we hear someone talking on the phone. Um, and we see Diane Keaton in this stunning red striped power suit, and she's talking to someone on her headset, being like, uh, you want tickets to rent? That won the Tony Award this year. Let me see what I can do. And she's explaining to them the plot line of rent, (laughs) because she starts talking about it, and I didn't hear what she said at first, and I was like, wait, that's rent, and then she mentioned rent, so. Oh, the one where they all have AIDS? (laughs) Yeah. Um... So yeah, they want tickets to rent, and then all of a sudden we cut to this grocery store manager who's just, like, doing his job talking to a customer. Yeah. But then we cut back to Diane Keaton, who's apparently taking a personal call at work in her little headset, uh, and her boss, like, comes and yells at her, like, taking personal calls again, Roberta. Her name's Roberta. Mm-hmm. And she's like, wah, wah, wah. like, I don't care, I'm gonna do what I want. And she talks to her friend Louise, and she says, Louise, take a little Siggy break with me. <laughs> <laughs> um... And then we cut to, uh, there's a guy, again, we don't see this guy's face, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like cutting, like, back in, be- back and forth in between the Diane people. Keaton and this guy, like, he's climbing up a telephone pole, because there's a cat up on the telephone pole, and he gets a ladder, and he starts climbing up, and then, did they, did they show he fell? I couldn't really Well, okay, so the ladder is, like, first of all, you should not be using that ladder, it was really rickety, <laughs> it was like a wooden ladder, there was no one basing the ladder, which you need to have, um, so he's, like, getting the cat, and the cat starts climbing down, and this man does not have very good footing, because he, like, <laughs> slips, they don't show him, like, actually fall, but, like, you kind of know, he gets electrocuted, and that's that, so. Yeah, and so then we cut back to Roberta, and she gets a call, and she, and she starts saying, his tatty, his titty? His kitty sassy was up on the pole. Got it. (laughs) And then all of a sudden she becomes really serious. And after a couple seconds of silence, she goes, my brother just died. And Louise, who's turned around looking at her, goes, what brother? So we can kind of tell that Roberta um, is in, like, a different place. She's kind of, like, maybe cut off from the rest of her family. Yeah, and so they go, and they decide to have their cigarette break now, and she's (laughs) talking about how she hasn't talked to her brother in 10 years, and how, like, her friend keeps, like, it's okay to, like, feel upset and stuff, and she doesn't really feel it yet, because she, like, hasn't seen him in so long. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we also cut back to the grocery store manager who's making a call, He's talking to an answering machine, and he says he's going to be out of town because an old friend passed away. This old friend, we assume, is also uh, Roberta's brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then back in the smoke room, Roberta remembers 1978 <laughs> while she's smoking out the window. Yeah, she's having a flashback. Uh, so her band is getting ready to perform, but she, in her, like... 70s, like, wild, like, perm. Not even, like, a perm. I, I don't even know how to describe it. <laughs> it wasn't good. She's like, where is Frank? Where is Frank? Oh, my God, he's so late. We, we're getting ready in 10 minutes. So Frank, who we now learned is the brother, shows up with the sheet, mu- sheet music, and they sit down at the piano, and he takes out a tissue, and he says, look at this. And it's a robin's egg. Yeah, he just, like, stole a robin's egg, and he's like, this is so beautiful. It's so pretty. Like, bitch, for someone who's, like, so interested in a robin's egg, you should know you can't just fucking take it. Yeah. The mom's never going to come back. That bird's going to die. Yeah, the bird's not going to hatch. It's not going to be able to live. That was, yeah. (laughs) It was a weird thing. And Roberta is too busy, like, with the show. She's really focused. She's like, if we have a good show, we can get a full, like, six months booked. It'll be great. And Uh, the Frank is the guy. He seems not as enthused about it. He seems a little like, "Mm," he 
doesn't say anything, but, like, we can kind of tell it's there. Yeah. Um, and then an eyelash falls on her face. And he, like, like, takes, like, you know how, like, if you're watching, like, a teen movie and they, like, go on a first date and the guy, like, pulls the girl's hair back or something like that? He does this to his sister. Yeah. Where he takes an eyelash off her cheek and it's, like, make a wish. It's such a weird it's moment. So weird. It was uncomfortable to watch. I did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> and so at this point, she's, like, looking out the window and, like, it seems like she's kind of tearing up a little bit. And her friend, again, is like, it's okay to let your emotions out. It's okay. So she, the Louise comes and gives her a tissue. And she looks at the, t- the tissue. And she's like, oh, remember that robin's egg that my brother showed me? In? Yeah, because we're, you know, connecting the present to the flashback. Right. Very <laughs> mature film. <laughs> um, so then we cut to two little boys. One of them is maybe, like, ten. The other one's maybe, like, eight. They're sitting on um, the roof of a house looking for the northern lights. And then one just kind of asks the other, do you think you're going to cry? And he says, I don't know, probably. And we can only assume that this is, like, a young boy, and we're talking about the guy who just died, probably his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we go to Roberta at a foggy train station, and there she meets the grocery store manager who we've been seeing, and they're waiting. Um, all, all the lights go out, and all of a sudden these headlights turn on, and they just hear, like, <laughs> yeah, there's there's this man coming up to them grumbling nonsense, and they're like, oh, he's probably the taxi. Let's get into a car with this man. Yeah, so they get into the taxi. They're all in the front seat, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was wondering about that, too. Like, was there not a back seat? What was that about? And Yeah, and then he just, they get in the car, and the taxi driver continues to grunt and eats a pretzel with his one arm that he's driving. Yeah, they keep talking about how he has one arm, and they're talking about him like he's not right there. They're like, oh, this guy can't drive. He only has one arm, and they're all sitting in the front seat. Yeah, so Roberta is disgusted, because she's a city girl, and she would not be treated like this in New York. Um, And then it takes .02 seconds to get to the hotel. (laughs) Yeah, and they haven't, like, introduced themselves to each other yet, formally at least, and so... So they're just the, like, oh, I'm going to this hotel. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. So the guy, the grocery manager guy, we find out his name is Ben Ruby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then they get there to the hotel, they open the gates, and then the whole hotel beautifully lights up and enchanting music comes on. So you can tell this is a very special hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two kids who watch, for, who watch them walk in from the roof, the same two kids. Um, and then they check in at the front desk with uh, a front desk person who keeps ringing the bell for no fucking reason. Yeah, and so he takes two keys and he's like, which room do you guys want? They're exactly the same. And then Ben and Roberta have this whole, like, argument about, like, you pick first. No, you pick. You pick. <laughs> and it's so stupid. It takes up, like, three minutes for no reason. Um, yeah, and so then Diane Keaton's like, I keep saying Diane I want to have her as Diane for, like, half of my Yeah, life. so do I. I, like, go back and forth between like, Diane and Roberta. I her character name. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she's like, oh, like, send my luggage, send the bellhops for my luggage. And they're like, there are no bellhops. And she's like, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> um, so then they walk upstairs to the room, and she says, am I wrong? Or does this seem a little like that show Rod Serling used to host? Which I don't know why she couldn't just say the Twilight Zone. <laughs> Everyone would know she's talking about the Twilight Zone. Maybe they don't have, like, the rights to say that or something? I don't know. The show Rod Serling used to host. I don't know. Are you allowed to do that? I don't know I, the rules. I, I think you can just, like, say the name, can't you? I don't know. Do you have to, like, pay an amount of money to, like, mention it or something? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But she goes into her room, and there's a lit fireplace. The <laughs> fireplace is lit when she gets there. Uh, she looks around, some sentimental music plays. It's a very nice room, and then you see the grocery store manager go into his room. Yeah, it's, there's, like, it's two so double shitty. beds, and, like, it's, yeah, it's not good. And the guy said, oh, they're exactly the same, but then when they picked the keys, he was like, oh, well, that one's better. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then 
the grocery store, or Ben, he sets up a framed picture of his family in his hotel room, which I... I thought it was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, well, you can tell that he cares about his family very much when he's, right. like, calling home and talking to Peggy and all this stuff. Right. Uh, so then, because of the next morning, and there's, like, 12 children walking through the hotel. Yeah, they're holding on to, like, one of those walking leashes for children, <laughs> which I didn't even know existed in the 1990s, but apparently it did. Uh, the two boys who were on the roof earlier were also there. And so the two boys kind of go off, and they knock on Roberta's door, and then they run away and hide against the corner, and they see her, like, come out. They're like, there she is. Yeah. (laughs) So we know something's going on. Uh, So they go back to the lobby and see a bellboy who, the front desk person previously said there were none. Uh, He walks out of the, he walks out of the elevator, the service, or no, the, yeah, he walks out of the elevator with uh, room service. Yeah, even though the front desk said there were no bellboys. (laughs) And then one kid, the younger kid, uh, asks the older kid, he says, can we see her meet Ratman? Which I had to, like, rewind 12 times. I could not understand what he was saying. Yeah, well, I didn't get it at first. I, like, put question marks. I was like, is this what they're saying? I don't understand. (laughs) So Ratman goes up to Roberta's door with her, like, breakfast or whatever. She sees his face, bumps into him, knocks the food all over herself, and then she, like, slams the door. She's like, I just gave me coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Um, wait, she says something. Oh, yeah, she says that the rat man needs a new face. It's just <laughs> a little offensive. <laughs> um, so then we cut to Ben again. He's calling what we what we assume is his wife. Yeah, he's calling Peggy again. That's he's what we know. He's asking for fashion advice, but then the answering machine cuts off again. And he just goes, where are you, Peg? Mm-hmm. Um, so then the guy who called Roberta about Frank saying, hey, your brother died, shows up at his door. I'm pretty sure that's, like, the lawyer or, like, the estate lawyer or something. Something like that. And he has a speech impediment where he can't say his S's. Yeah, well, it's not just his S's. It's, like, other. he has, like, a lisp of some sort where he, like, he just can't. It almost sounds like a deaf accent. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. But he's, like, difficult to understand, and Roberta has no time for this. <laughs> And so uh, she's trying to get ready for the funeral, and he's trying to tell her, like, hey, I'll walk you to the funeral, like, we'll walk there together. But she can't understand him. It's this whole charade that they have going on. <laughs> so she's just like, okay, sure, fine. <laughs> so then we cut down to the lobby where Ben is expecting fake fruit, and all just kind of falls. But then there's this woman who's watching him from behind the plants. <laughs> yeah, so eventually he, like, walks out of his room, because apparently his room somehow has a door to the outside for some reason. He walks out, and then we see this woman get out from behind the plants and also walk out behind him. Yeah, and then she, like, kind of, like, follows him out and introduces herself. And she mentions his daughters. And he's like, how do you know I have daughters? And she says, I've been waiting for you, Mr. Weebadoo. She has, like, <laughs> a really thick southern accent. Well, oh, she introduced herself. And I thought that she said her name was Bethany, but I it's, it's Daphne. Daphne. I learned later. I didn't it was know Daphne. her name was for the longest time. I just called her lady. <laughs> yeah, I kept calling her random lady. <laughs> and um, she's like, oh, well, I gotta go. I gotta have a job. And, a d- she says, I have a duty to perform. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then she just leaves without explaining anything. <laughs> yeah, so we see the, like, church where this service is supposed to be. It is so small. It's like this tiny-ass little chapel. Well, they're in, like, a tiny-ass town, too. Well, I know, but it's very uh, small. <laughs> so, yeah, Roberta and Ben arrive at the funeral. Um, and they're all just kind of like, oh, hey, and they take a seat, uh, it's like Ben, Roberta, and then the lawyer, I still don't, I never figured out what his name was. I don't think they gave him a name. I don't know, there might have been one. Um, so then the service starts, and then the, the woman who was talking to Ben goes up and leads the choir in a whistle. (laughs) They all start whistling. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it's the funniest thing because you expect them to like start you think singing. Sing, like, amazing Grace or something, but they all just start whistling. And like everybody is like not a dry eye in the house. They're just like, oh, this is normal. This is so touching. I would whistle, but I'm not very good at yeah, it. Yeah, we are not in the whistling choir, obviously. Something like that. <laughs> it was much stronger than that. And they had like keys and stuff. I can't, yeah. I don't know. It was a lot. Um, so then after the whistle song, everyone kind of goes up one by one and puts something sentimental on top of the casket. And so we see the little boy again, and we find out his name is Jack. And He goes up, like, crying, and it's really sad. Well, yeah, he's sobbing because his dad died, and he has this bracelet that he puts on top, and it was the bracelet that we see that his dad was wearing whenever he was talking to him about the Northern Lights, and he was wearing it whenever he was, like, getting the cat down, so. Very sentimental. Yes. Uh, so, so Roberta sees him, and she's like, who's dad? <laughs> and then... Ben's like, I think that's Jack, Frank's son. And Roberta's like, what? Yeah, and and she did the um, sound that is popular right now, like the SK, 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 I can't do it, so I'm not going to try. She basically does that, which also reminded me of the Jeff Goldblum thing, but it's off topic. I'm crestfallen. (laughs) She didn't say that. Yeah. Um, And so Roberta had no idea she had a nephew or even a possible sister-in-law because she sees this, like, older woman kind of, like, kind of, like, hugging Jack and, like, we kind of assume that that's probably his mom. Yeah, but there are other children with her or whatever, so. Um, So then they all start carrying the casket. There's no, like, paws to carry it with. They all just kind of, like, put it, like, over their shoulder and then everything falls off. Like, how did they, and they're all, like, surprised. Like, how did you not see this coming? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I'll just, like, take this casket with a dead body in it, put it, like, over their shoulders, and then everything that's just sitting on top of it falls off. Yeah, they didn't think a lot of this through, <laughs> I feel like, but that's fine. They just leave all the stuff that fell off on the ground. Uh, so then everyone walks out of the chapel crying while Roberta lights up a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Um, while they're out there, they meet the woman who they think might be Jack's mom, and her name is Aggie. Thought it was Maggie. Turns out it's Aggie. Um, and she's talking about, like, her kids or whatever, and so... The little kids are crying, and Roberta just goes, what, what's the matter? <laughs> <laughs> she's obviously not very used to children. Um, <laughs> and so, the whole time, she's, like, trying to ask if she is Jack's mother without, like, outright asking it, because she's, like, his sister. She feels like she should know this stuff, but obviously she doesn't. Uh, but before she gets a chance to ask, the sister-in-law starts making out a lot with the preacher. <laughs> yeah, so we realize, no, that's they not going to They make out for so long. <laughs> it's really uncomfortable. There's, like, a bunch of kids, too. Um, so then they go to, like, where the burial is, and the preacher's like, I just want to say thanks for Roberta and Ben, who came all the way out here, to now be the legal, the legal guardian of Jack. And they're like... Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. They thought this was the best time to tell them. No one told them ahead of time. Uh, so then they take the lawyer up to this, like, classroom. Yeah, I think it's just, like, supposed to be the Sunday like school, the school or something. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they have the lawyer read the will, which puts uh, Ben and Roberta, who never met before, in charge of taking care of Jack. And both Ben and Roberta are like, uh, no. <laughs> they also slyly mentioned that they have, cus- not custody, but they have, like, the ownership of some, of like, estate. antique store or something. Yeah. Which they never talk about again, so I don't know what that was about, but. Um, so they're in, like we said, they're in, like, this, like, children's classroom, and Roberta sits in this small chair, and the back breaks, and <laughs> so she falls backwards, and this oversized stuffed animal falls on top <laughs> of her, and she's like, ah! <laughs> Just, like, freaking out. Yeah, she's talking about it, and she's talking about the whole thing, and she says, this is a hellish experience. And she says, this is ludicrous, okay? 
Um, and she says it can't be legal to give custody to a child without their consent, which I kind of agree with. Well, yeah, and then everyone is like, what about the mother? No one ever, like, tells yeah. them until yeah, later. Yeah, like, doesn't Jack have a mom? And everyone's just kind of like, eh. <laughs> Without any explanation, they're just like, oh, well, the dad left him with you, so we yeah. trust his, we trust him. And she's like, I'm gonna call my lawyer in New York City. <laughs> I almost called her lawyer or whatever I was writing <laughs> Um, So then Roberta walks out and you see Jack sitting outside listening to the whole thing about them yelling about how they don't want a child. Yeah, it's not good. Um, and she's kind of like, oh, hello. She's flustered, she drops her cigarettes, and Jack helps her pick them up because he's a good kid. And all of a sudden he goes, I have a picture of you and my dad. You want to see it? And she's like, well, that's nice. Um, No. <laughs> Um, so Roberta starts her way back to the hotel, and they're like, are you sure you can find it? She's like, I'm from New York. I know my way around. She has to walk over this suspension bridge. I don't know why their little town has a suspension bridge, but it does. In her heels. (laughs) And her heels break as she's, like, walking across, trying to get her way, and she's obviously already annoyed. There's stuff spilled on her suit. Her heels have just broken. She's trying to find her way back. She's found out. She has custody of a child all of a sudden. Her brother died. (laughs) She didn't know that she had a nephew to begin with. It's fine. (laughs) Um, So then we cut to Ben walking the lawyer, and Ben is like, you know, Frank... Uh, we used to let him stay at my house back when we went to college together during school breaks, and everyone's saying I'm such a good friend, but, you know, we weren't, I didn't really do much for him. I don't know if I deserve this title of great friend. Right. Um, and then Ratman rides by on a bicycle, <laughs> and the lawyer's like, oh, he has a great personality, you know, his head's just shaped like a rat. <laughs> So, eventually, we cut back to Roberta, and she finds this little store, and she's walking on a broken heel, and some lady comes outside, and she's like, oh, let me help you with that. Let me help you with your shoe. So, she agrees to go inside, and it's this, like, antique store. She thinks it's really junky, but, you know, it's fine. Uh, And the preacher's wife is also working there, and she's like, hey, you know, you've got, like, 12 kids already. You could just take care of Jack. You're already, like, a mother to him. Uh, But that, but before... The preach Aggie can answer. She gets distracted by her own kids playing terrorist. Yeah, she goes, good <laughs> lord, they're playing terrorist again. And Roberta looks at her with this, like, look of concern. Because <laughs> we, we see them, like, outside. One of the kids is literally, like, tied sideways to, like, the fence. And the other ones have, like, toy guns pointing at him. Yeah, and I think... This is pre-9-11, by the way. Yeah, well, and there's another thing. I think that it happened earlier. I don't think I mentioned it. But she talks about how she thought that her brother might have been the Unabomber. Oh, I didn't, I didn't notice that. Yeah, she said that, so that was a thing. They made a lot of interesting jokes in this movie. <laughs> um, so then after Aggie runs away to tend to the terrorists. Uh, <laughs> her children. <laughs> her children. Uh, we see Roberta back at the hotel, and she gets stuck in the elevator. So the elevator opens up, like, halfway in between a floor. She's trying to, like, figure out how to get out. She loses her one-of-a-kind Bloomingdale scarf down the elevator shaft. And she's annoyed because there's this old man who's always sleeping on the, like, first floor for some reason. And she's trying to get his attention and he's not helping. And she's, like, screaming. a sailor's hat for some reason. Yeah, she's, like, screaming. She's, like, sailor! Someone! Someone! Help me! Sailor! Help me! (laughs) Captain! (laughs) So, eventually... I'm I'm talking to, like, Moira Rose, but this is not how Diane Keaton played the role. (laughs) Well, she is being very dramatic because that's her character. That's Roberta. Um, but Jack comes out and he tells her what to do because, again, he's a good kid. Even though he's been hearing her, his aunt talk about how like she doesn't want custody of him and like all this stuff. It's really, 
Uh, so he comes down the corridor, and he's just like, you gotta, like, push this button and this button at the same time. And she's like, what? Okay, okay. <laughs> and she gets him out, and then all of a sudden, that one lady just casually comes around the corridor singing opera. <laughs> <laughs> Daphne is her name, again. Daphne. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I can see the resemblance. You guys have matching eyes. Um, and so Roberta gets off the elevator, and she's like, oh, this is so dangerous, blah, 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 blah. And Jack shoots back, and he's like, is it as dangerous as smoking? Oh! <laughs> Don't smoke, kids. Not good. <laughs> um, so then Jack runs away with the cat, um, and Roberta asks... Oh, and then she offers Roberta her friendship, and she's a source for any questions she has. And Roberta's like, I have one question. Who are you? <laughs> and the scene cuts out, and we still don't know. <laughs> uh, so then Roberta finds Jack in the place where he and his dad live, or used to live. And Jack points to a picture of Roberta and Frank at the piano uh, from their days in New York, whenever they were in a band together. And then they kind of start to talk while Jack plays the piano. They're, like, having a moment. Roberta's, like, kind of talking about Frank. Jack's playing the song that, like, he, uh, Frank used to play with Roberta. So Roberta's like, oh, like, it's that note right there. It's, it's a very nice moment. Mm-hmm. And Jack mentions that he wants to get to know his funny aunt because he, ta- he said that his dad always talked about how funny Roberta was and all this stuff. And so Roberta is, like, trying to befriend him. They're trying to bond and have this kind of moment. Uh, but then that kind of plays out, I guess. She also accidentally calls him Frank. Yeah. Um, well, oh, wait, no, 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 that, that's not the end. Yeah, so she accidentally calls him Frank, and at this point she's, like, kind of tearing up as he's, like, playing she's, the piano, yeah, she's kinda, having she's this moment. She's, like, getting nostalgic, like, reminiscing. Yeah, and then all of a sudden she's just, like, full-on crying. <laughs> <laughs> and the little boy is just, like, handing, handling this so well, even yeah. though it's his dad who's dead. So. And it's his aunt who doesn't want to take him. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> And Jack, at this point, Jack, like, talks to her about how, like, he knows that Roberta and Ben don't want to take him, and she's, like, trying to, like, play it off, but she's also, like, I mean, you know. (laughs) Um, so then we see Jack just kind of, like, throwing a ball at a wall, like kids do, and then the lawyer comes up, and Jack's just like, they don't want me, do they? And the lawyer says, you know how you were surprised at this news that your aunt and your dad's friend were gonna take custody with you? He goes, so are they. And adults <laughs> need more time to plan. They need more time to plan around surprises. That's how they have fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also see Roberta. She's very um, strung out, and she's trying to get cigarettes from a cigarette machine, because apparently that was a thing. So she puts her money in. She doesn't get her cigarette. She starts, like, kicking things and flipping tables, because she's very dramatic. And she kind of <laughs> falls over. <laughs> uh, so let me see. Jack goes out on the roof to I guess it's his favorite place. <laughs> well, he's always looking for the northern lights because back whenever his dad was like, always look up, always try to find I think them. They're in Ohio too. Can you see the northern lights from Ohio? I don't I don't understand. I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know. I didn't write the movie. Anyone from Ohio who might be listening, please tell us if you can see the northern lights from small town Ohio. Yes, of all of our millions of listeners. Our millions of listeners all anyone right. from Ohio, <laughs> please let us know. Um, and then we see Ben and Roberta, um, they're, uh, out for drinks in the hotel lounge. Roberta, like, casually reveals that she was a widow. Yeah, (laughs) and they never, like, talk about it again. No. It's just a random thing. I and guess they so, just, like, can't have, like, a single woman who's never been married. <laughs> I think one of the things was, like, I don't know, if they were trying to, like, be, like, oh, was was Frank trying to set up Ben and Roberta? Because, like, that would not have been a good couple, but I don't know. She just mentions it. Uh, so then Daphne comes out and starts singing Fever in a high falsetto, and I can't tell if it's supposed to be bad. 
Because it was bad. Oh, it was so bad. But then Roberta's, like, the only one who knows it's yeah, bad. everyone else is like, oh, this is great. I love this. Like, y'all know the song Fever. That's like, Fever, when you touch me. I mean, I don't. I didn't know what she was singing, but apparently Elizabeth did, so. I did. And it's not a song that you sing in a high falsetto. It's a very, like, low register song that you sing in. After she gets done singing, Daphne invites Roberta on stage. She's like, and and Frank loved her so much, and she's so good at music, and we're going to invite her on stage tonight. And so after a lot of reluctance. And Roberta's like, no, no, no. Well, I guess if it's one, the audience wants. <laughs> yeah, she goes back up on stage. She goes up on stage and has us all shaking. She brings the whole place down effortless, wonderful, amazing. Well, as she's singing, we also, like, cut to Jack, and he's, like, on the roof, and it's he's like sad. It's, like, a very, like, sad, like, nostalgic song. Yeah, and so we can also tell that, like, as she's singing, she's starting to get more and more emotional because it reminds her of her brother and all of the stuff that's going on. Yeah, you can tell that it's, like, it's, uh, final. she's, like, almost, like, finally processing what's happened. It's, like, finally hitting her. Uh, and then she she kind of has to, like, run off stage because it becomes too much. Yeah, she's crying, and then she starts, again, being very clumsy and destructive and just, like, <laughs> throwing things around. So Daphne and Ben follow her, and they're like, it's okay, like, we, if you want to talk about this, we're here for you. And she's like, no, I'm not going to talk about this. Yes, at this point, we, we understand that Roberta lashes out when she's angry or feeling <laughs> any emotion very strongly, so. Uh, Jack is also crying on the roof, but he can better process his emotions. Yeah, and I don't I don't know if it was like he was supposed to be at a part of the roof where he could like hear what was going on, or if he was I just like kind of like a side by side. Yeah, he was just also processing. Okay. <laughs> um, and then we cut again to Ben trying to talk to his wife about inheriting inheriting a child, but it's just the answering machine again. Yeah, so we he has not talked to Peggy the entire movie. He's Peggy just been just leaving messages. Talking. Yeah. Um, and then the next morning, um, Daphne picks up Ben for Frank's funeral. She just, like, knocks on the door, and she's like, I was gonna make my... Oh, wait. Oh, the funeral picnic. They're having yeah. a big, like, picnic. They're having, like, a memorial instead of, like, a sad luncheon, basically. <laughs> and she's trying to, like, make small talk. She's like, I brought lemonade. You know, I love lemonade, but it's, it's sweet, but tart. And Ben goes, I tend to gag. It's got too much pulp. <laughs> <laughs> And then Roberta's in her room talking to the lawyer. Uh, she's, like, I don't know, sewing <laughs> for some reason. And then <laughs> we see that she's, like, putting on her shoes, and she's putting on Converse with her, like, pantsuit. Apparently she only brought one outfit. It's the pantsuit that she wore to the funeral. It has stains on it and all this stuff. And she's putting on some Converse with it because her heels broke. Uh, the lawyer is in there. And she's like, I'm not going to the picnic. And he's like, oh, really? Uh, the choir's going to perform Frank's favorite songs. Ratman's going to perform an interpretive dance. <laughs> <laughs> They're really trying to get her to go, and she's not interested. And the lawyer just finally comes down, and he's like, listen, bitch. This is your brother and you nep- your nephew, and I think you should go. Yeah. He said it a lot more nicely. <laughs> so we see that she's, like, walking there, and all of a sudden there's a kid in a tree, and we hear, you play basketball? <laughs> and she, like, looks down, and this is when we see that she's wearing the Converse, I think. It's truly a look. <laughs> it's really cute. I appreciate it a lot. Um, ben is there at the picnic. He's putting his grocery store experience to work with the food setup. Um, Roberta is in the food line. She refuses refuses cheesy potatoes. They're, like, 
cornflakes yeah. on potatoes. It's really good. She's like, oh, I guess cornflakes aren't for cereal. Yeah, I guess that she's from New York, so she doesn't understand Midwestern food. food. <laughs> but I, people call them funeral table potatoes, and I've always called them party potatoes. I call them cheesy potatoes. <laughs> yeah, I, well, we already ca- always called them party potatoes, but apparently some people call them funeral potatoes, so I guess they are no, funeral they potatoes. potatoes funerals? I guess some people do. Oh I don't God, know. What kind of life is that? We have them at parties. That's why they're party potatoes. I had them yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then this lady's, like, trying to, like, put food on her plate and ends up getting, like, marshmallow jello salad on her. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Jack starts laughing at her, and instead of freaking out, Roberta starts laughing, too. Yeah, so you can tell, again, they're, like, getting to know each other. Character be- Yeah, they're, you know, kind of having this bond. So they end up, like, walking together over to a spot to sit. Jack has a plate of just fried cheese. <laughs> and she's like, oh, is that all you're eating? And he's like, yeah, I'm not that hungry. So she, like, takes a bite. She's like, this is all you're eating? <laughs> and she's like, let me go get some healthy food for you. Stay well, right here. <laughs> uh, well, I... <laughs> I was like, she's never had fried cheese. I was like, New York truly ruined her. <laughs> um, Jack said his dad didn't like New York, but Roberta took care of him whenever their mom died. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, that's one of the things. That's a big plot point. And so they start to think, like, oh, maybe that's why. Yeah, that's why Frank chose Roberta as a guardian. Right. Um, and then Roberta kind of, like, bounces at that moment, at that sentiment. And that's whenever Roberta goes away to get him vegetables. Yeah. She's like, you're a growing boy. You yeah. And, greens. And then she's like, stay right here. So as soon as she walks off, Jack starts running to the woods. So that's... I, yeah, I only assumed it was because she was like, she, he brought up the guardian thing again. And she was like, eh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really know. But she tells him to stay there, and then he immediately runs away. So that's going great. <laughs> back with like a plate of broccoli but she can't find jack and she's like looking around all over for him and all of a sudden jack comes out of the woods with this like lady Mm -hmm. who's dressed in all white and has like this like pretty blonde hair and she she, they're holding hands or whatever and so she like comes out hey this is my mom yeah we finally meet jack's mom yeah and so everybody's like oh your mom oh great yeah (laughs) this is great for me yeah and uh, the mom asks Jack if he's going to play piano, like, at this picnic. And Jack's like, eh, I don't really know. I'm still, you know, processing my dad's death. Mm-hmm. And the mom's like, don't you like playing piano for me? And it's, like, kind of weird. You can tell it's, like, kind of, like, a weird relationship. Well, yeah, and you can tell that he doesn't really want to do it, but he doesn't want to, like, disappoint his mom. So right. he's like, okay, I'll play. Like, okay, I guess I'll do it. Uh, so they start playing, like, this, like, folk polka tune. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. With, like, Daphne and the band. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then during this, Roberta's, like, trying to get the inside scoop. She's like, hey, like, you know, Frank died. Mm-hmm. Y- you gotta take care of Jack. But I'm just kind of like, shh, Jack's playing piano. <laughs> yeah, so Margaret is the mom, and she keeps, like, shushing her, and she's getting, like, a little angry about it. She's like, I want to listen to my son play. So... <laughs> Um, he's playing, and all of a sudden, Margaret, like, stands up, and she starts kind of, like, dancing to the music, and everyone's just kind of like, okay, and then all of a sudden, she's, like, full-out frolicking, like, she's, right. like, running around, frolicking, doing all this stuff, and we see that Jack, like, slams the keys she, and like, stops. stops the keys, so does everyone, on yeah. the entire band at Yeah, the same because time. she starts, like, sprinting towards the river. She's kind of, like, twirling and running, like, right into the lake. Yeah. And everyone starts running after her. She's, like, 
halfway in when like some of like the men, like the townspeople who are there, start to bring her out, mm-hmm. and she's like kind of like being dragged out of the water. She's got this like weird, like kind of like loopy look on her face. Yeah. And Jack starts yelling at her like, "You said you wanted me. You said you wanted to hear me play. Why couldn't you sit and listen like everyone else?" Mm-hmm. Uh, Daphne's like trying to calm down. Like, honey, she's just confused, and she's like, and he's like, "You weren't confused before. He just keeps yelling at me until he's so angry." Yeah. And so Jack runs off, and Ben starts to follow him, but we're still at the scene. Um, we see that Margaret's getting into the car with these people, and Roberta's going up, and she's like, like, what's going like, on? What like, is, like, I'm not from here. What's happening? Yeah, and so she finds out that she lives in a residential institution, is what they call it. Yeah, well, well, Roberta's like, a mental institution? They're like, no, a residential home. Yeah, but <laughs> this like, is... This is when she realizes that, like, the mother is not a fit not, mother. Yeah, she's, she's not, not able to... to yeah. Uh, they mentioned that, like, Jack goes and visits her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, they still, like, still have a relationship, but she can't really, like, live on her own. Yeah, and that's another thing that they kind of start bringing up at this point in the movie, because they're like, oh, well, you guys are going to be the guardians, but... Um, Ben is from somewhere else in Ohio, I guess, and Roberta's from New York, obviously. And so they kind of start to realize, like, oh, do they want us to, like, stay here and take care of him? So that's a thing. And this is the point in the movie where I was like, this took a turn I was not expecting. Yeah, so at this point we cut over and Ben's still, or um, Jack is still running and Ben's following him. And we see... They run across the rickety bridge. (laughs) Yes, and we see Ben has finally, Jack has finally sat down at the swing set. And so Ben approaches... Like, on the trees by the lake. Yeah, and so Ben approaches and he sits down on the other swing next to him and they start, you know, having this conversation. Uh, Jack explains that whenever it's just like the two of them together, like she's not like this, she's just, you know, like uh, normal is the wrong word, I don't want to. Yeah, well, he's just saying that like she's calm and like things are fine whenever they're just the two of them, but whenever other people get around, things. Sometimes it might trigger her. Yeah, it just gets out of hand. And he. so nice for, like, a Disney movie. Well, yeah, and, like, he doesn't know how to handle it because he's a child, and, like, he's not, he shouldn't have to handle this type of situation. It's not something that you are, like, prepared to deal with normally. And Jack is like, you know, like, I, like, she's still my mom. I can't leave my hometown. Yeah. And Ben's like, yeah, I agree. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Jack, (laughs) like, flips upside down, like, on the swing, and Ben's like, your dad teaching that? And then Ben flips upside down, too. It's like, he taught me that, too. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and they're laughing. They're like, we're upside down. We're having a great time. And Roberta, like, comes up into the clearing, and she kind of sees what they're doing. And she's, she's like, like, oh, they're having a moment. Nice. Okay, cute. <laughs> uh, so then Roberta and Daphne are talking, and Jack uh, sees them, like, still talking about, like, why Roberta is uh, chosen. Um, and then... <laughs> Jack goes off and starts throwing rocks at his cat. Yeah, so the cat's name is Sassy, and at this point we kind of realize that he's mad at the cat because he feels like the cat is the reason that his dad died, which, like, kind of, but it's fine. Right. (laughs) Roberta, like, tries to explain why life happens. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And she explains that she lost contact with Frank because he chose to leave New York and she didn't want him to and she got angry. Mm -hmm. And so they just, like, lost contact in time. But she's trying to explain that, like, she obviously still loved Frank, like, her brother. Yeah, like, missed him all the time. But it was hard for her to, like, have a relationship with him after, like, the pain that she went through of him leaving and her still wanting to, like, do what they were doing. Right. Uh, and Jack finally reveals that he's allergic to cigarettes. Yeah, and so he, like, yells at her. He's like, you can't do that. <laughs> and so she puts her cigarette on the ground, and then Jack's like, pick that up. <laughs> yeah, she's like, we don't litter here. <laughs> we love Jack. <laughs> um, and then her bird is like, you know what? I'm going to make it up to you for not being a good aunt, but I'm not going to stay. And Jack's like, fuck that shit. Yeah, he storms off because she's like, I'm not going to move to Ohio. <laughs> 
Uh, and so then we cut to Ben's room. Daphne's making tea for Ben, and they're just kind of talking. And she and she asks him, she goes, honey? Like, does he want honey in, in his tea? And he goes, yes, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a weird scene. So, it reminded me of whenever we were, my family was driving to Arkansas, and there was this deer on the road. And my, and you know, it's like pitch black. We're like the middle of fucking nowhere. Mm-hmm. And my mom goes, dear. Deer. And my dad's like, what? What? And I was like, deer! <laughs> deer! <laughs> and then the car in front of us hit this deer. And we could literally see it, like, like rolling off the side of the road. <laughs> literally the same exact thing happened to my parents before. One time they were driving at night, like, around my house, there's a bunch of deer everywhere. And so my mom was like, deer, deer. And my dad was just like, what? And she's like, no, there's a deer. And my dad, like, braked so he didn't hit it. But all parents have this. If you're from the Midwest and there are deers where you live, has this happened to you? <laughs> okay, so back to Daphne and Ben. They, like, almost kiss, but then Ben's like, no. Well, <laughs> they, okay, so Roberta, like, or no, not Roberta, Daphne, like, kisses him on the cheek, and then they have this, like, weird moment well, of, like. Well, she kind of, like, leans in, and then Ben, like, turns his head a little bit, so she goes for the cheek, and then they, like, pull apart again, and then they just, like, kind of stare at each other for a while. And then they kiss. <laughs> yeah, they start, like, making out, and it's... It's really weird. It's strange. I did not appreciate it. Um, so then, it's, like, a little while later, Roberta's gone, and we see that Ben's wife finally calls him back. Yeah, and so at this point, we're like, wait, did he just cheat on his wife? Like, he's right. been trying to get a hold of her this whole time, but we can kind of... We know that something's off. Why has she not answered any of his calls? Why right. is it always going to and voicemail? He, he takes this up. Even though she's finally called back, he's like, nah, I'll talk to you later. Yeah. So we see that, like, oh, like, he likes Daphne, but we're still like, what's going on? So then we're out, like, in the, um, like, out, like, the grounds of the hotel, and he's talking to Roberta, and he reveals that he's actually been divorced for six years, mm-hmm. and his daughters are moved out and in college. And at this point, he tells Roberta he decides that he thinks he's going to stay. And he thinks that the reason that Frank chose him to be a guardian is because he felt like his best thing he's ever done in his life was be a father to his kids. Yeah, and because his kids are moved out now, he's like, well, I want to be able to be there for Jack as he grows up. He's like, I was like, we were on the swings, and I was so happy. Yeah, and so at this, you can kind of tell that, like, Roberta's, like, a little hurt because she's like, oh, well, I guess he doesn't need me now. Right. And so instead of, like, expressing that she's like okay well i'm gonna go to new york yeah. she's like i'm leaving now <laughs> so we cut to roberta writing a letter i assume it was to jack but it was so pixelated i couldn't yeah tell. we couldn't tell but she's like writing and she's like struggling to write it she's like crossing things out and rewriting <laughs> and yeah all this you stuff know what whenever you like see someone writing something that's emotional in a movie that's what she's doing, <laughs> that's what she's doing. <laughs> um so then there's a knock at the door and she's informed by ben and the lawyer that her train's gonna leave early and she needs to go now and we see her hesitancy but she grabs all of her stuff anyway right and so uh, they get in the elevator and when they get off at the lobby everybody's there and they're like bye roberta they're all applauding her <laughs> yeah for what for coming into town she for her brother's for funeral day. she was there for a day and she's flaking on her nephew and they're all like we love you roberta we can't wait to see you come back and visit come back <laughs> whenever like all this stuff <laughs> Uh, and she, like, you know, has, like, a special goodbye for Jack, and Jack's like, you know, I like where I live, too, so I guess, like, I kind of understand. (laughs) Yeah, and so she's like, come to New York City, like, whenever you want, like, I'm gonna have you come out, and, like, all this stuff. And then, yeah, they have a weird moment. That's Uh, what I wrote. (laughs) Yeah, so then they're out at the train station that's right, right outside the hotel. Wouldn't it be awful to be in a hotel and the train station is, like... 10 feet away. But for some reason, they, like, took a taxi. It's a thing, so. I don't know. Uh, Ben is sitting there waiting for her. Probably so, like, she doesn't get kidnapped or something. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and they see Jack up in his favorite spot on the roof. Uh, but then Jack slips and he's now hanging off the side of the roof. Yeah, well, they see him start to fall, and they start sprinting back to the hotel. And so Roberta, like, gets there first, and he's, like, holding on to the side of, like, the gutters or something, like, yeah. trying not to fall, obviously. And she's like, we're here, like, try- hold on as long as you can. Like, Ben's gonna go try and help you. Yeah, so Roberta stays on the ground to spot him, and Ben runs upstairs. He gets caught in the elevator for a split second. Yeah, and then he, like, climbs his way out, and he wakes up the guy who's sleeping, the sailor. And they decide to <laughs> they tie the fire, the fire hose. hose and tie it around him and he tries to like go and help him but the whole time Ben is like still hanging on for dear life the like uh, whatever he's holding on to starts like falling and he's bending. He's just like he's screaming like save me save me. Yeah and at, Jack they're trying. Yeah and at one point he's like Roberta will you catch me or whatever and she's like I'll catch you Jack and at this point yeah, Ben can't he's like trying he's like out the window like trying to reach it but he's yeah. like too far away. At this point all like the people from the town are there like trying to help her or whatever they all like are around Roberta like trying to catch him or whatever and at this point they get a, a sheet to like lay out just in case he falls and he's like I can't hold on any longer I can't hold on so he drops and they fall him they catch him in the sheet so he's okay (laughs) yes and then roberta is like freaking the fuck out she's like hugging them they're crying and they're like oh my god oh my god and she just keeps saying are you okay are you okay and jack's like i'm fine she's like are you okay are you okay well they're like hugging the entire time she's like holding on to him they're like both crying at this point i was like why am i crying why am i getting (laughs) (laughs) teary-eyed i got a little teary-eyed it wasn't like real tears but a little bit and this is i think this is like the first time where roberta finally says that she misses frank too because he's like i miss my dad and Mm -hmm. she's like i miss him too and we hear the train sounds and jack is like "Uh uh-oh but then jack sees an eyelash on roberta's face (laughs) and so he takes the eyelash and he holds it up to her to make a wish make a wish and still so fucking weird and then roberta knows i must stay yeah, she's like, oh, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and everyone's still standing there, just, like, watching them as watching they have them, this like, weird moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> so then after that, we never hear, like, any sort of confirmation from Roberta. We just kind of, like, get the sense. She's like, I, I gotta stay. Yeah, so then we cut to another one of those interview videos that we saw at the beginning, black and white, and it's Roberta this time. Yeah, and she's kind of saying, like, happy birthday, I love you. I wrote HBD, I love you. <laughs> Um, and we can tell that, like, it's been a few months, because she's like, these past few months, blah, blah, blah. And we see Jack, uh, like, watching the videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also see Roberta in her, in, like, in her costume, like, sitting beside him. They're all in the costumes that they're wearing in the video. Yeah, so we find out that his birthday is Halloween, apparently. Oh, I didn't even put that together. I just thought it was a costume party. Oh, well, I was assuming it was Halloween. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't. Um, so, Roberta, oh. So, like, back at the picnic, uh, Jack is like, why are we having a celebration when, like, my dad died? Like, why are we celebrating this? And Roberta's like, remember when you said that? She's like, I finally learned what Frank was trying to teach us. She's like, life should be celebrated. Um, And the whole town is at the party celebrating. Jack apparently doesn't have any friends his own age. (laughs) Apparently not. I mean, there's only one kid in town his age, apparently. It's the... (laughs) wasn't even there. (laughs) The preacher's daughter, son, I mean. So, that's a thing. (laughs) Uh, And you see that Ben and Daphne are together. Roberta has quit smoking. Louise is there. (laughs) Oh, and Ratman's there, and she doesn't... Yeah, and she doesn't... Gerald. (laughs) (laughs) And Roberta is finally okay with Ratman. She doesn't insult him or isn't rude to him. (laughs) Right, so Louise is, like, freaking out, and she's like, his name's Gerald, he's very nice. <laughs> um, she, 
She explains what her costume is, and it's not good. No, it was 1997. It was different. It still, like, wasn't good, so I'll just skip over that, because I don't even want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a whole other conversation we're not going to get into. Exactly. So they decide it's time for Jack to go to bed, and he's like, I don't want to go to bed. But they're like, you have to. No, we're going to leave your party, and all the rest of the adults are going to (laughs) stay. Because that's what adults do. (laughs) It was his party. Yeah, so Ben and Roberta are walking him back to his room. They're, like, on this, like, walkway in the, like, the middle of fucking nowhere. And all of a sudden, what do they see? They look uh, up at the sky? The northern lights. <gasps> in Ohio. And, and I, well, then I was like, oh, I wonder if this is, like, dad. And he's like, I'm gonna, like, come as these northern lights in Ohio. Maybe that's what it was supposed to be. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I looked too much into it. I was thinking, it made it remind me of Brother Bear. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I could see that, sure. Um, but of course, Jack looks up at the sky and he says... And Ben says, Jack, do you know what that is? Kelly? It's a phenomena. The end. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that's Kelly all there is. The theater kid. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't even know if he said phenomena or phenomenon. I still don't know. We don't know. I'm sorry. We're probably dumb, so it's fine. I was going to look up, like, when you were supposed to use which. Like, I think phenomena, maybe singular, phenomena, maybe plural. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know things. Um, okay. What's your favorite quote? Um, let me find it. I put stars by it. You can share yours if you have found it. Okay, mine is, um, after Roberta gets stuck on the elevator and Daphne comes around the corner, um, Jack chases Sassy away and Jack is kind of like, ooh, like, cause he like, you know, he hates the cat and Daphne says, he's a bit fickle with his kitty. Oh, we single women know what that can be like. <laughs> I did write that one down. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I had to, like, rewind it. I was like, did she really say that? Um, mine is a little more, like, oh, like, so deep and wonderful. So at the beginning, I kind of mentioned this briefly, but um, whenever Jack is, like, spinning the globe and looking at it and his dad's explaining what the northern lights are, they have this moment, and um, he says, where'd it go? Oh, he says, I hope I get to see them, Dad. And the dad says, me too. Just keep looking up. And I thought that was, like, cute because the whole movie, he's, like, on the roof, like, looking for the northern lights. Like, I don't know why he just thinks that he has to do that every night, but I guess. <laughs> I guess it randomly showed up, so I guess that's how you... Well, I mean, they you- a star, they found three shooting stars within, like, two days. <laughs> Not that I'm bitter about it. <laughs> so, yeah, that was northern lights. Sorry, I, Diane, motherfucking Keaton. Um, one of the other things I wanted to say, whenever I was looking for it, I found, like, articles about it because this is, like, a very strange thing that this was on Disney Channel even back in 1997 because Diane Keaton talks about it and she's like I always thought it was kind of weird that they had this woman who was like constantly smoking like I thought the character of Roberta was very strange for a Disney Channel movie but she was she was so on um, like the the like movie poster on IMDb like the, up at the top it's like starring Academy Award winner Diane Keaton <laughs> yeah so that was maybe the first decom depending on who you ask who you ask Chess Walt Disney himself. <laughs> <laughs> His head's in the Disney's frozen. Disney's frozen. <laughs> How would you rank this? Okay. I, I need to start keeping a list of my rankings. I know. I was just thinking that. Well, and like once we get to more than four, right. we're going to have to just be like, okay, I rank this as like number five or like whatever. You know what right. I mean? Because we can't list all of them. Um, I would rate this a two out of five. I'd give it a two as well. Yeah, and I would put this, I'd put this 
what did did I put Paper Brigade as last? I think yeah. I did. I would put this above Paper Brigade after Suzy Q. I think I tied Paper Brigade. God fucking. <laughs> With Wish Upon a Star. You did, but then I made you pick Wish Upon a Star was first. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I'm going to go Wish Upon a Star, uh, uh, what's this one, Northern Lights, Mm -hmm. Paper Brigade. Paper Brigade. (laughs) Susie Q. Yes, and after this episode, we will start just calling the numbers. We can say which one's above and below it, too, but we'll have, like, a list somewhere. Check out our Instagram that we haven't posted anything on or something. (laughs) Decom Cool and Collected. Same name. (laughs) So yeah, that's pretty much it. Next um, week is Under Wraps, and that is... I'm sure people out there have seen this. Yeah, I, I've seen it, and that one I never, is... I've never seen it. According to Disney, their first decom, so it's exciting. I remember, like, commercials for it during, like, Disney's, um, like, uh, Halloween. Yeah, during... Um, Spooktober, I think that's what they call yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But so, I so. also we're excited because apparently um, Disney Plus is that what it's called? Yeah, their little streaming service is going to have the decoms. I'm a little concerned. First of all, it doesn't come out till November, so that's a little annoying. But um, I don't know that all of the decoms are going to be on it. Like I don't know if like Under Wraps would be on it or not. But we'll probably be like past that by then. Yeah. So either way, we're going to try and get that for the time being and see if that makes us easier because hopefully it will. Follow along. Yeah, come on this <laughs> journey with us. We're in this together. It's a trip together. Experience. <laughs> yeah. Bye. All right. Bye.